as soon as the light or the revelation of God's word comes, be quick to walk in. Walk in the light. Why you have the light? Walk in the light. As soon as the light comes, as soon as I see God correcting me, I'll correct myself. As soon as he leads, I will follow. In the name of Jesus, I will walk in the light while I have the light. John 1.5 tells us, The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. With a flick of a switch, a dark room is lighted. What if we had that same light about challenges facing us today? How much more victorious could we live if we had the light needed for the situation before us? In today's message, discover how the light of God's Word can bring timely solutions to real-life questions. Join Pastor Paul and the Word Mission Church International family for this life-giving message. mighty name of Jesus, Lord, we have come to you, Lord. We pray, minister to each and every one of us. Talk to the Lord and say, Lord, speak to me your word. The Bible says that the entrance of his word gives light. Lord, by the light of your word, let me go from glory to glory. In the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, O oh God. Speak to each and every one of us. Let it be like you are sitting here, you are standing here, and ministering to each and every one of us. Let us, O oh God, be that good ground that receives the word of God and bears a mighty harvest. We thank you. We give you praise. We give you glory. Everybody say amen. amen. Say amen. amen. Say thank you, Lord. Say thank you, Lord. Say glory be to God. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be to the name of our Lord. God is good. Everyone say that this morning. God is good. Say God is good. Say God is good. Say God is good. Say God is good. And I'm blessed. Amen. Glory be to the name of our Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Yeah, you are welcome into God's presence. Join me in welcoming our online audience as well as those that watch on TV and listen on the radio as well. Thank you, Lord Jesus. If you're ever in the Colorado Springs area, join us in person to worship our God. A warm welcome awaits you. Glory be to the name of our one time. A pastor saw someone at an Easter service and he said, I haven't seen you in a long time. And, and then he asked them, this person said, oh, I mean, uh, he, he told him, join the army of the Lord. Come to church regularly. Be faithful. And this person responded and said, I'm in the army of the Lord, but I'm in the secret service. The pastor said, no. <laughs> we don't need secret service people here. Well, come and join us and worship God openly. <laughs> So, <laughs> thank you, Lord Jesus. God is good. Don't be in the secret service. Worship, come and join us and worship God with, all, with a wonderful family of God. Amen. Amen. Glory be to the name of Allah. <laughs> so, in this season, we've been um, studying about the light of God's word, walking in the light of God's word. And the first lesson we talked about Joshua at the wall of Jericho. The second lesson, we talked about Peter and his boat that he gave to Jesus. Then the third lesson, last week, we went further and looked at Joshua and the people of Ai, how God corrects us with the fire of his word. He corrects us, and that same fire of his word also is for us to use 
in our day-to-day life by the revelation of God's word and to walk in victory over the enemy in our Christian walk. So today, let us go a step further here. We'll wrap it up today, but let's go a step further here. Turn with me to Acts chapter 20, Acts chapter 20, verse 32. Glory be to the name of our Lord. Acts chapter 20, verse 32. He says, so now, brethren, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. The word of God is able to build us up. You see, all our, all our inheritance is in the word of God. So this was Paul. He was leaving the Ephesians and he says, if there's anything I want to leave you with, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among all those who are sanctified. So you see, God has redeemed us so that we can be a light in the world. Our light can shine in the world. We are the sword of the earth, he calls us. In Matthew chapter 5, verse 14, he calls, calls us the light of the world. So he's redeemed us to do all these things in the world, but to receive what God has prepared for us, it is all in the word. And it's not just seeing what is in the word of God. That's why we started with the seeing part when we talk about Joshua and the wall of Jericho. God told him, see. You see, as far as your eyes can see in the word of God, that is what you you, you partake of. So it's so important to realize that he says, I'm commending you to God and to his word, which is able to build you up. Jesus, talking about himself in Revelation chapter 22, verse 16, he talks about the fact that he is the bright and notice how he describes himself he says i jesus have sent my angel to testify to you these things in the churches i am the root and offspring of david the bride and morning star and in john 17 18 he says as, as my father sent me even so i'm sending you into the world so he sent us so our light can shine in the world for us to be examples that people can look at to follow Jesus Christ. But you see, it's not enough to see in the word of God. We must also, for instance, no matter how, no matter what, what, what the situation, no matter how, I mean, you, you may not know Jesus Christ, but you must get to the place to, to be saved from your sins, you must repent. In Acts chapter 2, verse 37, when Jesus Christ, when Peter preached that sermon, that great sermon, the people were praying in their heart and they said, what must we do to be saved? Jesus said, Peter responded and said, believe, repent and believe. You cannot appropriate the promise of God even when you say it if you are not going to act on the word of God. So it's so important to realize that. And so it takes, well, for us to appropriate what God has for us, the inheritance that he has made available to us, we must go after it when we see it and be willing to do what God tells us to do. Let's go to this account in Mark chapter 2. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Mark chapter 2. Mark chapter 2. The Bible says, and again, he entered Capernaum after some days, and it was heard that he was in the house. Immediately, many gathered together so that there was no longer room to receive them, not even near the door. And notice, the Bible says, he preached the word to them. Then they came to him, bringing a paralytic who was carried by four men, 
And when they could not come near him because of the crowd, they uncovered the roof where he was. So when they had broken through, they let down the bed on which the paralytic was lying. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven you. And some of the scribes were sitting there and reasoning in their heart, Why does this man speak blasphemies like this? Who can forgive sins but God alone? But immediately when Jesus perceived in his spirit that they reasoned thus within themselves, he said to them, Why do you reason about these in your heart? Which is easier to say to the paralytic, Your sins are forgiven you, or to say, Arise, take up your bed, and walk. But that you may know that the Son of Man has power on earth to forgive sins, he said to the paralytic, I say to you, Arise, take up your bed, and go to your house. Immediately he arose, took up the bed, and went out in the presence of them all. So they were all amazed and glorified God, saying, We never saw anything like this. Remember, I talked about it. Jesus Christ is the word. He's preaching in a certain house. Many people are gathered together. When this man gets there, he's lying down. He cannot walk. When he gets there, and there's no room, the crowd is gathered, there's no way to get to Jesus. His friends that are coming with him say we must find a way. You see, faith will always find a way. No matter how, you see, sometimes you get so low. He's lying down. I mean, I mean, he's so low. Sometimes we, 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 we get in despair. When would this change? When would, when would the circumstances change? We are so low. We are so discouraged sometimes. He gets there and he has an option. Most people will have turned back and gone home. They are too, this, this place is too crowded. I'm just going to go home. And he will have remained in this condition. But they said they, f- they found a way. If we cannot get through the door, we are going to go through the roof. So Jesus is ministering. He's preaching the word. And these people get there and all of a sudden you see I mean, crumbs coming from the roof or whatever is coming from the roof. And at that point, Jesus stopped preaching. He noticed the, the people. You see, you, you can get to the place where you, where you, where you, where you say, no, I see something in God's word. I see my inheritance in God's word. There is something missing in my life, and I'm going to do whatever it takes to partake of that inheritance. Or you can say, just say, I'm going to remain in that condition. I've seen the light of God's word, but I'm not going to act on it. But thanks be to God, you can also get to the place where you say, no, in the name of Jesus, for I'm like that. If it's in God's word, I'm going for it. If God has provided for it in his word and I see it, I am going to act on the word of God and receive. You always have to think in that line. No matter the impossibility, no matter the difficulty, no matter the obstacles, I am going to break through. I'm not going, I'm not going to let anything stop me. In so many times, sometimes the past, there was this man, his name was David Basel. He was an orphan. And at the age of nine, his, he, was, he never, from the age of nine, he never saw his parents again. But when he got there, he met the Lord Jesus Christ. You see, that's what, that's what makes the difference. One encounter with the Lord Jesus Christ can make all the difference in, in your life. And, and, I, and at the age of 17, he started a hot dog business. And the business did so well, he just made so, so many millions from it. And then a cyclone came along, and, and, and he decided that he was going to set up a foundation to help people recover from that cyclone. Then he went on beyond that. And, and, and 
started a company to help poor people. He said, I mean, poor people normally cannot get out of their condition. If they have to go get a loan, they don't have any equity or collateral for the loan, so they will not be able to get a loan. What, I'm going, what he's going to do is, is for those who are poor and don't have collateral, he's going to set up a company and give them loans without collateral at very low interest. You've been listening to Pastor Paul and the Word Mission Church International. At Word Mission Church International, kids' ministry is thriving. You can plug in to serve our community or even go on mission trips with the church. We are a Bible-believing church with prayer at the heart of all we do. We hold a weekly prayer meeting Wednesday at 6 p.m. and have services on Saturday at 6 p.m. and Sunday at 10 a.m. Join us at 5050 Edison Avenue, Colorado Springs, Colorado, 80915. Call us at 719-235-5535 with any questions or simply let us know this message has been a blessing. Visit wordmissionchurchinternational.org to learn more. Think about it. Think about an, an idea like that. He's a pioneer of microfinance. So, so, I mean, as a result of that, this thing has spread to so many 27 countries, and he's lifting the poor from the condition where they are in. And you see, so many times in our lives, God will bring people along our path, like this man here, the man born of, I, I call him the man born of four. God brought people his way to help him. But, at some point in your life, when they got through the roof and brought him into the presence of Jesus, they've carried him as far as they can. He's on his own. He has to take responsibility. And when Jesus Christ says, arise, arise from that condition. How is a part someone who is, who is not unable, unable to walk going to arise? Well, you have to get to that condition, get to that place where you say, in the mighty name of Jesus, I am going to act on God's word and arise from my condition. And in the mighty name of Jesus, people can only help me so far, but I'm in the presence of Jesus. And if he says, arise, I am going to arise. I refuse to remain like that. I refuse to remain on the floor. I refuse to remain down. In the mighty name of Jesus, I don't know what you may be faced with this morning. I don't know what you may be going through. But I know that one encounter with Jesus, when Jesus says to you, arise, arise. When Jesus says to you, get up, get up. Don't just just sit down there and have a pity party. Poor old, poor old, old me, me, old me. No, 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 no. Jesus comes to you and says, arise. And this morning I've come to announce to you by the word of God as well, arise. By the light and the revelation of God's word, arise. In the mighty name of Jesus, there is an inheritance in the word of God. And as you see it, begin to walk in the light of it. You see, it's acting on God's word that produces results. The kingdom of God has been suffering violence. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 11 verse 12. And the violent take it by force. They are not going to lie around and let their inheritance be there. They take their inheritance by force. I like, like, for instance, Caleb. Caleb in the Bible. When the children of Israel, Moses sent spies, spies to go and spy out the land of Israel, the Bible says that 10 of them brought an evil report. 
And Caleb said, I mean, God has given us the land. These people are bred for us. You see, you see ultimately, it comes, all comes down to your perspective, how you see things. Notice what the Bible says. Notice his description of the land in Numbers chapter 13, verse 30. The Bible says, then Caleb quieted the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and take possession, for we are well able to overcome it. But the men who had gone up with him said, We are not able to go up against the people, for they are stronger than we. And they gave the children of Israel a bad report of the land which they had spied out, saying, The land through which we have gone as spies is a land that devours its inhabitants, and all the people whom we saw in it are men of great stature. There we saw the giant, the descendant of Anak, come from the giant, and we were like grasshoppers in our own sight, and so were we in their sight. Think about it. They all went to the same land. They all saw the same thing. Somebody else brought a different report. You see, it all comes down to how you see it. If you see, and I pray in the mighty name of Jesus this morning, may God give you a revelation of who he is. That he's bigger than anything that you are faced with. He's bigger than anything that you have to deal with. He's bigger than any giant that are in the land. Notice God didn't tell them about the giant. What does he need to tell them about the giant for? If God is with you, he's bigger than any giant that can come up. <laughs> so they came out, they, they, they came back and, and Caleb said, you be quiet. We are well able to overcome it. The other people said, no, these people, the land eats up its inhabitants. Think about it. Have you seen a land eating up people before? <laughs> it devours its inhabitants. Caleb said, no. Oh, our God is with us. He is bigger than any giant. In the mighty name of Jesus this morning, no matter what you are faced with, begin to look at God's word. Begin to look at God and his ability beyond anything else that you are faced with. He said, let us go. And you see, these people prevented Caleb from taking the land for 40 years. The company that you keep is very important. Sometimes they can, set, they can pull you back. They can hinder you in your walk. 40 years. He's ready to go. These people are not ready to go. So God said, let's take care of these people. We'll, we'll eventually get there. But I like Caleb. He held on to that promise. He held on to that word. He did not let go. Notice what he says. When, when after, after all these years, he was 85 years. The Bible says in Joshua chapter 16, verse, verse 7, notice his, 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 his account. It says, I was 40 years old when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to spy out the land. And I brought back to him, as it was, notice this phrase, in my heart. In my heart. What is in your heart is very important. Nevertheless, my brethren who went up with me made the heart of the people melt. But I wholly follow the Lord my God. So Moses swore on that day saying, Surely the land where your foot has trodden shall be your inheritance and your children's forever. Because you have wholly followed the Lord my God. And now, behold, the Lord has kept me alive, as he said, these 45 years, ever since the Lord spoke his word to Moses, while Israel wandered in the wilderness. And now here I am this day, 85 years old. 11. As yet, I am as strong this day as on the day that Moses sent me. 
Just as my strength was then, so now my strength for war, both for going out and for coming in. Now therefore, give me this mountain of which the Lord spoke in that day, for you have heard in that day how the Anakim were there, and that the cities were great and fortified. It may be that the Lord will be with me, and I shall be able to drive them out, as the Lord said. And Joshua blessed him and gave Hebron to Caleb, the son of Jephunneh, as an inheritance. Hallelujah. Give me this mountain. I like people like that. Give me the impossibilities. Give me the giants in the land. I feed on giants. I don't care who is there. If God is for me, I will be able to take the land. Give me this. How many people at 85 years do you see them asking for a mountain? By that time, we are in a rocking chair. In not, not Caleb. No, I am ready. God said this land belongs to me. Moses said this land belongs to me. I also said this land belongs to me. Ah, the inheritance that belongs to me, give it to me now. In the mighty name of Jesus, as far as your eyes can see, I pray in Jesus' mighty name that that which God has for your life, that which God has for your family, that which God has for every area of your life, in the mighty name of Jesus, oh, by violence, by the word of God, by the light of God's word that you have, you lay hold on it and you refuse to let it go. I refuse to let my inheritance pass me by. Give me this mountain. No matter the obstacles, no matter the difficulties, I will overcome and I will possess the land. I refuse to let it go. In the name of Jesus, as far as your eyes can see. But it all comes down, you see, the obedience of faith. It's not just faith, but the ability and to say that I get to the point where I'm going to obey. We talked about Peter. Peter, God came to Peter and he said Peter was at a very low moment in his life, but he was willing to obey God. Give me your boat first. He said, if you want to have the boat, you can take it. Lord, in the name of Jesus, if you want to have my life, you take my life and use it for your glory. Take my life and use it for your glory. I yield my life to you. My life is in your hands. It's been difficult. It's been challenging. Oh, but if you can get to that place where you say, Lord, my life belongs to you. Whatever pieces is left, whatever is left, you take it and do something with it. In the name of Jesus, if you are willing to cooperate with God and speak in line with God's word, no matter the challenge, you can be able to overcome. But you might again get to that place. And when Jesus says, arise, you are right. When God says, I've given you the land, say, what God said, I will possess. I refuse to let anything go, 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 pass me by. In the mighty name of Jesus, it is acting on the word of God that you see results. You, you see, you see it's, 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 so, it's so important. Turn with me to James. Let's see something here. James chapter 2. It is acting on the word of God that you will see, we will see the hand of God at work. The Bible says that, verse 18, James 2, 18, it says, but someone will say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without your works and I will show you my faith by my works. You believe that there is one God, you do well, even the demons believe and tremble. 
But do you not do you do you want to know, O foolish man, that faith without works is dead? Was not Abraham our father justified by works when he offered Isaac his son on the altar? We trust this message has been timely and a blessing. If you're in the Colorado Springs area, we invite you to join us at 5050 Edison Avenue, Saturday at 6 p.m. and Sunday at 10 a.m. Whether it's kids' church or local or foreign missions, we know you'll fit right into our diverse church family. Call us at 719-235-5535 with any questions or prayer requests. If you said the salvation prayer, we would like to bless you with a new Bible and materials for your new walk. Stop by at any service and let us know you just got saved. If you want to partner with us to reach many more people for the gospel, simply text GIVE to 719-235-5591 to give. Learn more at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. Word Mission Church International Bible-Rich Sermons Authentic Fellowship.